everyone. Welcome back to From Suitcase to Success. Firstly, thank you for the love you have poured towards us, and Tusha and I very much appreciate this. And for new listeners, hello, my name is Mudra, and welcome. And my name is Tusha. And our goal with the podcast is to unfold the journey of immigrants and share stories of resilience and success. And so today, we thought we would take some time to get to learn a little bit about my co-host Tusha's journey from India to Illinois. So Tusha, in the last episode, you mentioned that you moved to Chicago in 2015. Can you tell us a little bit about how you felt and what it was like landing in Chicago? Um, yeah, it was very different. Uh, and I just wanted to point out the fact that we moved here or we landed here on the 15th of August, which is the India's Independence Day. So I just thought that was a bit ironic that we landed to a new country on the Independence Day. Yeah, it was uh, different. Uh, I think the first thing that we thought of was the weather. It was very cold for all of us, considering that August is like one of the hottest months uh, in Chicago. And also Chicago being a windy city, it was very windy. Uh, but I think apart from that, uh, we were very excited to see my little cousins and my uncle and aunt that we and my grandparents, because um, it's been years that we've seen them. So very exciting. I bet. And was that the first time you were meeting your younger cousins? No, I met them in India once, but they were very young at the time. So it's so weird to see them all grown up. <laughs> Interesting. You know what's ironic? I, I just recall, like, even we landed uh, during August 15th, but back in 2010. So that we have wow. that for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I remember you finished grade seven and then I believe you started grade eight in uh, in Chicago and when you landed in, in the States. Um, so it was it's an interesting story. So my birthday here was the cutoff birthday. So in the educational system in India is a little bit different. So a new school year starts in June or in India. So I started eighth grade and then I had to leave uh, in August and a new school year in the U.S. starts in August. So they, because of my birthday being, um, like after the cutoff date, they were like, no, you have to start seventh grade. And I already did seventh grade in India. So I was very adamant. Uh, and they made me take this uh, passing exam to test all my skills and I passed. And then they admitted me to eighth grade, but they did put me in an ESL program, which is like that English learning program for a new kids that come from a new country. And uh, but the rest of my classes were eighth grade classes. Right, right. Wonderful. And so you began grade eight, uh, I guess, a few days later because of of all the exams that you had to take to prove that you were good enough for grade eight. Um, so I guess you started a little bit delayed um, as compared to the other kids who perhaps mm -hmm. started like during August. Can you tell me a little bit about your first day of school and like what were you feeling like and what were your thoughts in the head and just uh, how, how was your first day in school? Um, right. So I did start uh, 10, 15 days later. So all the introductions and the syllabus week and the welcome week was over and they were actually starting the content. And that was sort of my first day where my homeroom teacher, which is our first word class, uh, she introduced me to the student and uh, other teachers that it 
they were very like just confused like why are you coming like 10 days later 15 days later and it was very just weird but she my teachers were very supporting and considering that um in India you can go to any school that you like versus here you are like you're given a school according to the town or the neighborhood that you live in so my neighborhood and town were extremely like white based and Hispanic and white. There were not a lot of diversity. So my school, I I barely had one or two brown kids and they were in different grades. So I just felt like I didn't belong here or there's no one like me. So it was very different. And I think the first day, the very first problem that I had was just not being able to open the locker. It was, oh gosh, I thought <laughs> the world is ending. I could not open the locker. I could not find my classes because in India, you stay in the same class and the teachers rotate or the, you get a new teacher according to your period versus here you have to go find your different classes according to your period so I just found that very confusing and I just I had to go physically run to my next class open my locker up uh, and in that five minute passing period it just felt impossible but I got the hang of it later yeah yeah for sure you know even I recall like I found I think that was the first thing that I found very weird um, as compared to going to school in India where obviously like the teachers would rotate in your classes as opposed to having the entire class of students be in the hallways. Um, so <laughs> I definitely found that very interesting here. Um, but I mean, it sounds a little bit about like, you know, we hear this term culture shock and I'm wondering yeah. if you uh, experienced culture shock when you landed and sort of not even like in a school setting, but even just going out in the community or maybe going out for shopping or interacting with your neighbors um right yeah I think that definitely hit me the cultural shock because the I think the very first or the biggest challenge that we experienced was the language I didn't think it was going to be that big of an issue because I went to an English uh school in India but it was still very difficult because in the U.S. like we have very different metric systems uh like for example we use Fahrenheit versus in India you use Celsius here we use miles. So whenever we had to use GPS, we were so confused because we didn't know how to convert um, like uh, kilometers to miles or just like the currency difference. And also like when we went grocery shopping, like you would hear uh, like the shoppers or the, like they, they were just uh, like speaking in terms of, oh, how many pounds of uh, like bananas you want or how much, versus in India, you would get like kilograms or grams so that was very different and I think just the way of talking like people were I thought people were so nice here like every time they would say excuse me thank you (laughs) like holding the door and those were (laughs) so different from India like people barely said thank you it was just a very different experience I think language wise and also when you're in school the accent comes in like and it was very hard to understand the American slang and the different accents and sometimes you even spell things differently than in India so I think India is very British English based and here the American accent and it was very different but I got the hang of it as we we went on for sure you know what I I I think I got actually quite lucky of moving to Canada because a lot of the I mean we had the metric system and that continued when we came to Canada the major shock was just going to the grocery store for the first few months. And, you know, the mindset is just um, like my parents would just convert 
um the dollars into rupees and be like oh my god veggies are for like you know like whatever two dollars this is like a hundred rupees in india like how are we supposed to afford this right and uh, yeah Yeah. the the good old days for sure um absolutely the converting never ends (laughs) (laughs) and so you finished uh grade eight and then you went on to do high school also in chicago and so what were some of the things that maybe you know stood out to you during your high school journey um, right. So from middle school, I changed schools to go to high school because we had two middle schools in our neighborhood and then one high school. So it was a lot bigger, more kids and uh, like I, I would say more freedom too, because um, you're able to participate in a lot of extracurricular activities. And when you go to high school, you sort of have this this uh, idea in your mindset, like, okay, then you have to kind of prepare in high school to get to college, you have to build your experiences, you have to participate, get involved um, to go to college. And I think the very first change that I I experienced was uh, my entire friend group changed because I didn't see the same people that I used to see in my classes in, in middle school versus in high school. And I think also the classes, like now there's more competition. There's more like, okay, are you taking honors? Are you taking regular? Are you taking AP? And I think I hated being in ESL. I just thought that I was treated different from everyone else. And I just wanted to be treated normal. So I wanted to get out of ESL as soon as I can. So just, I was put into regular English, I think starting, um, like I think second uh, second semester or fourth quarter of um uh freshman year so that was different classes were getting harder and uh, I also had to figure out what I wanted to do after school and I think the very first uh, I got involved in tennis um I wanted to play badminton because I used to play in India but they didn't have a badminton team so I, I did tennis for one year um and then I got involved in different clubs and organizations. There was a big, there was this uh, club that's called FBLA, which is the Future Business Leaders of America. And I, I wanted to uh, explore different opportunities and take everything that sort of came my way. So I became involved in that. It's sort of this organization where you kind of build your own business idea or campaign, and then you play at area level, state level, national levels. And so I did it with my friends and we went to state all four years, which is in Springfield, which is the capital of Illinois, and then nationals for two years. And that way I got leadership experience. I was in the board team and I was kind of conducting meetings. I got exposed to communication and putting in a different environment each time. I met a lot of new people from different schools and backgrounds and also like strengthening my interpersonal skills and my ability to work and add up with group settings or just like talking to different people and just networking. Um, so that definitely, I think, shaped my high school journey as well as I was. I went to American Legion Auxiliary Girl State, which is this program where uh, uh, you're picked uh, four or five girls from your school. And then you go to this uh, program where you stay in a dorm for a week with all different girls because you're separated from your high school group. And you kind of perform civic duties and leadership development skills and you're forced to make new friends forced to kind of uh, become a leader and lead and like just learn more about the country itself so that I think those were a few experiences that I think stand out in my high school journey 
That's so wonderful to hear. I mean, going from, you know, not liking uh, to take the ESL classes to take all these opportunities. I mean, good on you. Like this must have taken a lot of time uh, and, you know, high school years are always busy, but I'm, I'm yeah. glad that you took on all so many opportunities. I'm sure they helped you, um, you know, within your college applications and perhaps even getting scholarships. Yeah, I think they definitely helped in terms of like resume building and building up my applications. Uh, but I think just applying to college was like a whole different ball game and a different challenge that I had to overcome being an only child because I didn't have a role model at that time. I didn't have anyone at home to go to considering I'm a first generation um, student and my parents studied like they did their college in India so it was very diff difficult but I was lucky enough to have good school counselors and good teachers that you know helped shape my application and were always there uh, for me. Right right I'm so glad that you got like teachers and um, counselors who were always by your side and to help you out and um, how was your time at the at the university which university did you end up going to and um, maybe if you want to talk a little bit about your major and have you chose your major. In terms of applying to colleges, I applied as a bio major because I remember I used to attend these college um, fairs that my high school had during lunches where different advisors would come and present about their universities and the different majors they had. And given that I had experience in uh, hospital volunteering, I thought that bio major was my safe bet. Um, and it, it overlapped the best with what I wanted to do at the time. So I ended up going to University of Illinois, Chicago. I knew I wanted to stay in state close to my parents, but also wanted to be in the city and UIC was perfect. So I initially started as a bio major, uh, but then I got involved in clinical research in lab or scientific research. Uh, and I was also a pharmacy tech. And then I realized that I wanted to major in something that incorporates a lot of different um, sciences, not just the foundational biochem phys, but also has a focus in psychology and cognitive behavioral classes, as well as theoretical and philosophical classes. So neuroscience was the best fit for me. And I was also in honors college. So I got an opportunity to present my research through uh, doing my capstone project. So I thought that was very very interesting and captivating in my journey as a college student. Right, right. And uh, you mentioned like your your neighborhood when you were going to high school and perhaps even middle school was very um, just not a diverse um, neighborhood. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can maybe talk to us a little bit about how it was like fitting in, making friends in perhaps in middle school and high school versus, um, you know, finding your people in university. So in middle school, I didn't have that many friends. Um, I had a, I met a few people here and there during lunch, and I would occasionally talk to them. But I don't think I was very much like worried about the fact that I don't have friends. I think I was way more focused and busy just figuring out the educational system, figuring out how classes worked, and how you know I had to build a routine as a middle school student and kind of how to talk to teachers, how to build relationships with them. And I also had a lot going on back home. We were moving houses, so it was a difficult transition. Um, fast forward to high school, I think slowly and but surely I met a great group of friends that were 
not just smart, intelligent, diverse, but also inspiring and respective of my identity and my culture. And um, I met them through classes. We worked together doing activities, group projects, and extra. we participated in similar organization after school. Um, and then as college approached, they all moved away. But that's not to say that we're, we're still in touch and we see each other over breaks. And I'm very grateful for that. So in college, I met um, more friends and through my classes, through or organizations, through research. And just I think it comes with just living alone. You meet a lot of people as, as you step out in the city. And it's wonderful how these people can inspire you. They can get you out of your comfort zone. And um, definitely grateful to know those people and all the friendships that I've made that definitely helped uh, my transition as an immigrant easier. Right. That's so wonderful. And I mean, what a journey, hey, like from 2015 to now. And so um, you've graduated university? Um, yes, I did graduate um, in December uh, with my bachelor's. And now I'm home uh, just working on this podcast and also just uh, applying to either uh like masters in uh, neuroscience or clinical psych programs, or I can also go and apply to medical school. So I'm still kind of figuring things out and taking one one thing by day by day. So yeah, <laughs> that's so wonderful. I mean, you know, like a a young kid who just moved to this new so, world and didn't like taking this English as a second language course to right. now and having a degree in neuroscience and even you know looking into further education that's wonderful and I mean you know you yeah. and I have been friends for so long and despite being friends I I didn't know so many things about you that I've learned just doing this podcast so once again thank you for sharing and I know like even when we were planning this yeah. podcast we were both sort of hesitant about if we're ready to share our journey because right. I mean our journey has just really started and we're still figuring things out and you know we right. I guess we necessarily haven't achieved the textbook definition of success just yet but I think we're well on our yeah. journey and lots of ups and downs to come but I think uh, I think we'll get there <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm so honored and I had a great time sharing my journey. Um, so while the journey was not without its hurdles, um, the experience of navigating two distinct cultures has enriched my perspective in ways that I've never imagined. So um, as I look back, I'm so grateful for all the lessons learned, all the people that I've met um, and the friendships forged on the way. And I think the growth that comes along um, from stepping outside of my comfort zone. I think it's a very vulnerable experience that like you're finally sharing the things that you didn't really just openly talked about, not because you were kind of ashamed, but because you, you just felt like, oh, you only have to portray this like successful version of yourself. But then we forget that it's also important to kind of cherish our journey instead of just like only showing the good parts. Right. And it's, I think there was a quote um, from somebody, but Someone said, it's not about the destination you end up in. It's all about the journey. Um, and I think Bye. that's what we're trying to do in this podcast. So I'm, I'm really thankful that you chose to share this journey and um, do this podcast with me. I think our our goal Bye. with this podcast is to inspire a lot of uh, individuals who are perhaps in our boats right now or even trying to you know move into a different world and try to settle in. Um so once again, thank you. I'm inspired and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be too. 
um and so to our listeners if you made it to the end we want to thank you all for listening to from suitcase to success and until next monday please follow us on instagram at from suitcase to success and we look forward to hearing from you thank you everyone yeah thank you everyone see you next monday